Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Let's keep praying for the next seconds so um, we're praying specifically that the eyes of our understanding flooded with light that we may know how high how wide how deep your love is for us Zakana liba toje kante liba sute emakta sute lebe toje kete leka noza kataria kanda kule bele bele gadosha leke toza kila mitanza kune kiteria barote kande kuta ela bazuti bala barato shate leba suti bala brando kona kalia bazute kete leke toshete liba to sute bala bala gadosha yes we tangibly know your love iba Kande kataria barakto shite liba karote kate leba sute melekto sokala batajataba. Yes, I am the child that knows her father. Mekta shokalianga sutalia maragadoshe le katoze kala bila kande kotoja dagate. That we may know how high, how wide, how deep your love is. Mekatoze kataria barakto shite kate. Mekato sute lebelekto shakale migaduze liba toze nele bektoja. We thank you for utterance. 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 We thank you for spirit directed speech. We thank you, Father, because hopeless hearts find hope. Thank you for renewed hearts, renewed minds. We thank you for peace. We thank you for calmness. We thank you for answers. We thank you for clarity. We thank you for a strong conviction. You know, after this series, that we are fully com convicted, fully assured that yes, you are our daddy, right? And yes, we can approach you boldly, freely, certainly. You know, for in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. How are we? Fine. Like Peter would say, how is, how is work? How is life? How is love? <laughs> how is man? How is woman? That's how say it. <laughs> how are we? How's your week been? Need water. How's our week been? If you're, on the, if you're online, you can tell me. If you're joining us online, thank you. Welcome. Welcome to church. Okay. All right, so we're going to start with reading First John 3, verse 1. First John 3, verse 1. I first start by saying that. So the title for this sermon, right, our daddy God. Reason why it's not our father, so you can note. Thank you very much, Bully. Why it's not our father is because so father comes off to me very royal. Like feels very, I don't know. It feels very English to me. Always very <laughs> English. Like you know, I watch movies or reading books, and they're like, father said that, mother said that. <laughs> so it's daddy I can relate to. So that's why you have daddy. So if it's father that you that works for you, our father. So don't worry. That's that's. And if it's Baba, if it's Papa. If it's male, no, it's pale. If it's pale, if it's pale, if it's uh, whatever, right? If it's your German brother, whatever, right? That works for you. But yeah, I, it's daddy because daddy, you know, resounds to me. Right? So First John 3 1. See what great love. Please let's open it and read together. I'm reading from NIV. See what great love the Father 
Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And this is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God. And what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. The emphasis here, emphasis here is actually, you know, see what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called his children, right? Um, if we think of how the, you know, the very general idea that we have about God as majestic, all supreme, creator, um, yeah, creator, basically those three, almighty, as in mighty, um, all supreme creator, right? We, we would think and think that, oh, this is a very, very, very big person. This is a very, very, very great person. You know, when he thund when he, he rose, it's like thunder, right? That type of thing, right? And so it is that beauty, and we say that, oh, see what great love the Father has lavished on you and I, right? That we are called his children, Right, because we are born of him. If you read the previous chapter, I found that it talks about how we are born of God. Right. And so it means that to an extent, or clearly, it is a privilege to be God's child. It is a beautiful privilege to be God's child. It is the fact that you and I, right, we're God's children. And I'm and I'm in something. Right. Um God our Father is the perfect Father, and He Himself and he himself defines love. So all standards of love flow from the Father. So it means that when we look to define what love should be like, it is safe to look at God and say, this is how God is, right? And because every definition of love must flow from God, and God sets the standard for love, right? And that he sets the standard for love, it then makes a lot of sense that he tells us what love is. Not retelling or you know setting the standards for what we will call love. So First John four eight says, "Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love." And nine, this is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought to also love one another, right? In this bit, I like how he says, since God so loved us, and it's the same popular, John 3:16, for God so loved the world. I personally um, rephrase that differently, but yeah, for God loves the world so much, right, that he gave us only begotten son and i mean from sunday pity taught us amazingly well and told us you know he characterized what fatherhood is like right and brought it down to 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 things right and so we'd be picking up from there right and something i was thinking about is the fact that parents parents fathers guardians they usually pace you up with responsibilities so as children of god we know and we understand that uh, our life with God would come with responsibilities. But because God is kind and just and good, and this is how I would like us to look at everything first, that first he is a kind God, he's good, he's responsible, right? And if he's responsible, when he tells us to jump into a river, He's not telling anybody to jump into a river in case you took that as a sign. No, he's not talking to you to do that. But if if he tells you, let me know it's the extreme. Somebody can say it's word of knowledge now, not word of any knowledge. So if if he tells you to send me cake, now word of knowledge. <laughs> so if he tells you to send me cake, right? Ah, I forgot my line. What did to say? <laughs> Every time, I can't remember what to say. My point is that, you know, God places us with responsibilities, right? Oh, I remember. Ah, if God tells you to send me cake, right? You can trust that He will guide you on how to send me cake, something like that, right? So, um, something I was thinking about in my head was, you know, how when we were little, when we all started doing house chores, whatever. I'm going to use washing plates. You can replace with whatever is more home for you right so i know that growing up start washing plates with your cousin your big cousin and then 
it wasn't such a big deal. Nobody expected the place to be super clean. They just, your mommy will just tell you, go and wash the plate. No, wash the plate with auntie, so, so, so. And then you look, used to look just very cute, right? So your hands would be soapy. You're not doing anything. You're just messing around with soap and water. And it was beautiful, right? And they'll be like, oh, you're so cute, and things like that. And then after that, you upgraded to a, plate, to a station where maybe you had to you know, stand on something taller to wash certain types of plates, maybe plastic, right, things like that. Then after that, you know, while doing that, your parents may still clean up after you, that your big auntie, because you didn't wash the plate satisfactory, to be honest, right? Then as you go from there, you realize that you start washing bigger plates, and at a point, if they have to tell you to wash plates, you're irresponsible. Right? So you go from a place where we teach you it is your responsibility. Nowhere we teach you it's even a fun thing. It becomes chore. Then if you don't even do it, you're simply responsible because it should be second nature. And we see that, you know, we expect a responsible parent to understand what you like, what you need, and what you can handle. Because they are not the same things. PT talked about how no matter how Jola is super excited now, or how much he loves Jola, he's not going to buy him a Roka, buy him a toy at best. Right? So even if Jola likes cars, right? Pity knows he doesn't need, he can't even handle a car. So he can't handle one, he doesn't need one, right? So it's responsibility on your parents, on whoever you know, has the parent idol in, icon in your life to, be, to understand what you like, what you need, what stage you're at in your life, what you can handle, right? And, you know, and yet still desires to stretch you right, to the best, almost impossible standard. And this is literally how our Father God does with us. So, you know, this is how God, our Daddy, does literally. He understands. And that's why every time when God is asking us to do something, he's not asking us for an impossible task, right? He's never asking us for an impossible task, right? He's never asking us for an impossible task, right? And when he's telling us and teaching us these things or telling us things to do, it's because he already knows the situation, right? right? And then in that situation, there is stretching that happens as well. So it's safe to say that if your parent is responsible, right? Because if, you're, if your dad is responsible, your parents are responsible, your manager is responsible, they are holding your hands, yet they are stretching you. It's a beautiful balance, right? And your father in heaven does it better than nobody, right? So it's like, I know what you need. I know what stage you are at. However... I need you to stretch, right? And so even when that stretch feels like stretch, right? It feels like, oh my God, this is so much at the moment, right? He knows that he's with you. And that's why he will tell Joshua, do not be discouraged, right? Do not be dismayed, right? Do not be dismayed, do not be discouraged, for I am with you, right? And we see that God always calls us to higher standards, right? Holding our hands because he's not irresponsible. So if we take home any, any hey, Jesus, if we take home anything, let's be the fact that we know that our father is not irresponsible. My dad is not irresponsible. He's I mean something that God tells me every time when I forget that he's not irresponsible. It's not and what that means is that he is not like he has done due diligence, right? It's like um I'm not sending you to I'm not sending you to the forefront without knowing what's already at the forefront. I'm not sending you on a wild goose chase, goose chase, right? I'm not sending you to the stream to fetch water when there is no water there. And if there's no water there, maybe because I need you to, you know, I need to teach you how to make water out of it. But I'm not careless with your life. I'm not irresponsible, right? So, um, you know, God is spirit, and it means that, like Pity said, this, the identity of a father is the patriarch, the source, the head, right, the direction for the entire family. And Peter has taught us in the entire February series how the father is the one who stands, like, you know, shows forth the vision for his family. Excuse me. So fathers show, parents show, right? Parents, parents show. Checking grammar. <laughs> parents show. And what do I mean by this? Today I was, I was looking out my window and I was looking at... Um, some children that were going out. And I was just thinking, with their mom actually, and I was thinking about how 
Children learn greatly by imitation. They are literally the most impressionable beings would ever have, right? They learn greatly by um, imitation. However, parents are super responsible for setting the standard. So I heard something ridiculous today um, that I'm going to teach my daughter what to do, but I'm not going to force her to do what to do. And that can sound very logically correct, and maybe not as well. Here's how I think about it. Children learn by imitation, but there are certain things that you need to teach them is culture, right? And you show them, you teach them, you remind them that it's standard till they become like it. And this is also explainable in our work with God, where Jesus is, you know, the visible form of the invisible father. He's the visible image of the invisible father. And we see clearly with Jesus that he shows us what the father is. And then also even asks us to do what the father does, to do what he does, right? He even has the beautiful audacity to say, <laughs> Jesus, you know now. So like he has the beautiful audacity to say, greater works you will do, right? And so um, responsible parenthood which is what God displays beautifully, is complete, right? That God's love for us as fatherhood is complete. And my favorite part from, from, last, from Sunday was God's, God's, God's best name, when PT highlighted this bit, right? Before, before I even talk about this, I just remember the elections are this Saturday. So if you're watching, right, let me just use the opportunity to say this. You can take it as word of knowledge now, opportunity. Um, first of all, so I've been talking to a bunch of people recently, and I'm aware that um, there is mixed feelings. If you already attend TGC, if you're new, no problem. If you already attend TGC, you know that PT has reminded us that our hope is only in Christ and we're secure in Christ. However, right, and I mean, that's very correct. However, me, I just came to add more ginger to why you should go out to vote this entire Saturday if you live in Lagos, and this is my, you know, I have certain reasons. So there are currently four candidates electing to, um, for, four gubernatorial candidates. And they are, as you may believe, two good guys and as you may believe, two bad guys. Two very, 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 one very, 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 very bad. One bad, 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 <laughs> and two good, right? Now, this too good, right? Here's my, th my very strong opinion, right? Again, it's an opinion. Is that if we have two very good guys, my strong opinion is to vote for the popularly good guy. And this is why. Not because the less popularly good guy is not deserving of my vote, but this is why. If there are 30 voters across Lagos and the two bad guys get seven votes each, that's 14. And that leads out 16 votes. Now, because we have two good guys, if our votes are spread out between the two good guys, we have, let's say we have 16 Abbey, so let's say we have um, 8 and 6, right? That's a very, it makes it like that's 8 to 7. It sounds like winning, but you know the system. That can easily be not become I want to, I do not win, right? We've seen it. And versus if we had the entire 14. So that's my own very, very, very strong points for this one. So I'm, I'm actually just reiterating the fact that, guys, please, let's come out to vote. It's super important. If I, stand, if I start talking about how Lagos is, Lagos is Lagos, we will not live here today. <laughs> and I'll end it with the fact that I need us to vote. I need us to not just vote, to pray, but tell your friends, remind your friends that hope is not lost. And how I personally, again, think about it is that while Nigeria is Nigeria, right, your local is so important because the rules made here directly affect our lives, right? Lake Okada was banned. Who suffered? Is it my friend in Abuja? It's me now, right? Um, Kekes were taking off some routes. It wasn't, it was me, stuff like that. So, can't vote this. this. I'm tired of the poverty gap, safe to say. It's widening and widening by the minutes. So, please go out to vote. Vote. Now let's go back to our sermons. I'll still come back, but still votes, right? So yeah. So um, Pity talked about how God's best name is Daddy, right? And I was thinking about this deeply as well, that names have, that we can call God everything, like Pity rightly said. And I mean, he's very correct. We can 
call God every single thing. In fact, you can even call him friend, and I agree that he's our friend. In fact, Jesus even says it, you know, I no longer call you saves, you're not my friend, right? So we can call him friend. However, Father sufficiently explains who he is to us, right? So boys, I asked the boy. So boys usually, like boys, like if a boy likes a girl really much, I asked a boy, so you can argue with other boys. If a boy likes a girl like really much, when he already likes the babe, even if the babe hasn't said yes, when he calls, I just say he calls her name Chioma as an out of his mouth, in his head, he says, put, like, it's my, my trauma, like, my babe trauma, but he only says trauma, right, and so it's more like an aspire to achieve situation, right, so, and, and the reality is that I find that titles have the power of improving mental positional effect on us, so what do I mean by this, it keeps us in our rightful position, right, if I call you, if I call you, okay, yes. So it keeps us in our rightful position towards the person, right? And this is why that even if you do not feel like you already know God as your father, right? Still keep calling him my father. Still keep reminding yourself that you are his son. I don't talk about sonship so much, but not today. So keep still, remi still keep reminding yourself that you are his child, because it is better for you. It does nothing. Actually, it's not even about God anymore. It's about you, right? It's very similar to if you, you know all those family friends that go from ma to mommy, right, to daddy. It gives you, it's, it's just very beautiful how it transforms how we mentally, you know, feel in that relationship with the person. We feel nearer. We feel, we feel you know, we feel like, oh, we are closer. Right, we feel closer. And same thing with if you're on a first name basis with somebody that is super older, even if you're not talking to the person, sometimes you have to remind yourself that ah, this is uncle, because he helps you remember that this is uncle, and I'm not so close. Like I'm not, it's not my mate, right? So basically, right? So us knowing God as our Father, like Pity taught us, right? Us knowing God, like this is distracting. Us knowing God like our Father, like Pity taught us on Sunday, about how you know we are safe and we are secure. How we are safe and we are secure, right? However, I know that the idea of fatherhood in God can be very foreign, mostly because, mostly because, um, um, I actually think it's mostly because we, we feel God is there and we are here. Right, we feel God is there and we are here, right? And so we, we genuinely, I mean, again, it's easier to remember when there is a physical presence than when there is not. So it makes sense that your mind forgets, right? It makes logical sense because, I mean, it's easier for me to remember that Uyi is just beside me than, oh, God is beside me. It actually takes renewing of your mind, training of your mind to remember that I'm not here, as I'm here now. My angels are with me. Right, the Holy Spirit is within me. Right, God, in fact, the whole host of angels are all around me. They're dancing and playing. Right, it takes a lot of um, awareness, and it's not deep. It's just, it's just a conscious reminder that I'm not alone. I'm held. Before they get to me, they have to get to these ones first. Right, my life is hidden in Christ and Christ in God. Right, it's a just a type of awareness. But I don't need too much work to remember that Uyi is beside me or um, Temi is beside me because I can't, like, if I forgot, she can literally just hug me and I remember that oh, she's here. She can even pull my hair and I remember that she's here. But with God, his spirit. So it makes logical sense why we can forget that first he's even here. Before we remember fatherhood, that's fine. We, right? we can actually forget that he's here. Right? And this is why it's super important that we... we grow a beautiful relationship of conversing with God, right? Because it helps us remember that he's here. It helps us remember that he cares. In the big things, in the little things, there's actually no little thing, but humanly speaking, in the big things, in the small things, it's important that we remember that he is with us, right? That he will never leave nor forsake us. He's unable to. 
right? And that this his fatherhood is beautifully beautiful, right? That God is able to love all of us, yet love me individually. That God loves 100 people, but yet he loves me, right? God loves all of us, but he loves Uyi, he loves Bolu, right? Yet he loves all of us. Again, there's no analogy, there's actually no safe analogy to explain how that is possible because usually you love emotions are usually in comparison so it's either so it's usually ah like what i said now bad guy and the very very bad guy it's like one is better than the other bad guy right and it's like oh he loves me more than he loves her right of course right um your father loves your last born more than the first born that's how they usually did so that type of thing right but with god's love it's impossible for a person to say god loves me more than he loves Uyi. What you have in this situation is an awareness that Chidera simply knows she's loved. And so I like to say God, God doesn't have favorites, right? God doesn't have favorites, and it's better for you to agree with me, and this is why. If you think that God has favorites, you place yourself on the ladder where you do not expect great things from him. Because why should he give me, right? not give her first like oh if even then people even become great funny standards like uh, if he do not give chica first <laughs> how can he now give chidera no now and then okay give chica chidera that you can give chisum <laughs> right so god doesn't have favorites he's see again there's no analogy to explain because even with parents right i've I, I, i've tried to check uh, compare it to parents love but it's not even complete because i have read and parents can actually prefer a child over the other right and it's not a case of one being it's not a case of one being more aware parents can have a bias i've read funny stuff like oh the mother just preferred the first child or the second because they looked more like her and that's valid Right, or just preferred the first child because um, you know it was easier or something like that. But with God's love is different, right? Is that He so loved the world? Is that He so loved you? He so loves me. He loves me as richly as He loves Uyi. He loves me. He loves you as richly as He loves me, right? But an awareness of who loves me is what puts me in the right position to, you know, experience the love right it's like god loves me but i'm not aware that i am loved by him right and you are aware that you are loved by him that you are fathered well by him right imagine the boldness that you pray with first imagine the the smallness i pray with because oh you know that ah he loves me as in, ah, he loves me he's he's very very like in fact, now, as in, I'm the apple of his eye. I'm the one that's on top of his mind. Funny fact, all of us are the ones that are the apple of God's eyes, right? I've heard people say God has favorites. I don't, I don't agree, right? All of us are the apple of his eyes. All of us are top of his mind, right? All of us are first to him, right? Again, I don't have an analogy to make it more human, like more human rather, more human to us. But the reality that because I am aware that my father loves me, because I am aware that I am fathered by God, right? It changes my narrative, my perspective, my prayer life, right? It helps us even become more teachable. The more we realize that we are fathered by God well, right? We begin to understand that we have more to learn, right? And even just mere reading your Bible would help you know that there's so much to learn. There's so much to learn about the life that God says he has given us. There's so much to learn about this fatherhood that he promises that he has already given us, right? And we can get very familiar with these things like, oh, he gave us his Holy Spirit. Eh, I have the Holy Spirit. Gang, gang, gang. Well, I'm God's child. Well, I'm God's child. Yes, I agree. I'm fathered by God. Well, I'm fathered by God. It can be, we can familiarize ourselves with it so well, right? But think about it, right? If your daddy was, um, who is a would you like to be associated with now? Who, 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 who? Tell me one person that if this is your daddy, now you'd be happy. Who? Elon Musk. Right? Doesn't have sense. But okay, it's fine. 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 It's fine.
fine. It's okay. So let's just say Elon Musk is your daddy. Because Zina said she should be your daddy. So let's say he's your daddy, right? So let's say he's your daddy. I mean, he's a smart guy. So let's say he's your daddy and some of us is daddies, right? You know that there's how you walk. Like, there's, there's even how you walk when you get an invite to an event and you have the VIP ticket. It used to be sweet. It's very sweet. Or when you don't have to go through the doors everybody else is going to, through. And there's another door. It's very sweet. Or they came to pick you with a private car and everybody else found their way there. It's very sweet. <laughs> like, it's just amazing. It's like, ah, I'm special. Yes, you are special. And with God, every single time, it's a special vehicle for us. Every single time, it's a VIP ticket for us. Every single time, it's... Every single time, it's... I don't know. There's, again, there's no word. Right? There is, there is no word. There is no word that suffices, right? That God loves us so much. And so when I think about it, I'm like, ah, oh God, I love you. Like what Pity says, maybe we should actually focus on understanding his own love. There's so much more to even gain from that in the sense that um, if you say, oh, saying you love him reminds you of responsibility. Knowing he loves you actually reminds you much more of responsibility. Knowing that you are cared for teaches you to, you know, jump with faith, right? Knowing that you, and because God, God's love is an action word, he will always show it, right? He will also, also teach you to represent him and show it. So you'll end up being super responsible. You'll be, you'll do a lot. <laughs> you'll be very responsible, right? Very, 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 very responsible. And that's like in doing, right? So, Quite frankly, knowing that he loves us first, he loves us as a father. And like Pete said, it's not even the type of love that you and your boyfriend are doing, that <laughs> you're hormonal, you're doing anyhow, or he's angry. <laughs> if you just say, oh, can't sit down. It's the fact that God's love is consistent, right? So Luke 11, 13 says, let me go to it. Luke 11, 13. He says, this was Jesus speaking, and he says, this was, so let's start from nine. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. The one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a, a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask of him? Right? And so here, it's just a story of, it was literally God putting side by side the character of the earthly fathers, parents actually. You ask your mother for food, she'll give you food. Right, she will not give you scorpion, right? What more God, right? There's somewhere in Matthew where it talks about do not worry. Okay, let me go there. Do not worry. Matthew six twenty five. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in bands, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? This is actually my favorite line in this entire verse, when I found it in NIV, because... Prior to this, like prior to when I had read this, like when I did recently, was I'd, I'd never seen, you know, I don't know if that I'd never seen, seen, but like I'd never seen this bit of, can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life, right? I think this is very audacious. And why do you worry about clothes? Look, see how the flowers of the fields grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the fields, which is here and today, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, 
you of little faith. So do not worry, saying, what shall I eat, or what shall we drink? What shall we hear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Right? And so here, God is literally saying, do not worry. Right? And, and the way he says it is not like a suggestion. Right? It is a simple command. Do not. Do not worry. So, I was having a conversation with God about something. I'm typically a person that would always complain. So, I was complaining about something and just ranting. And so, I'll give an example. So, let's just say I was complaining about, what do I know? Like, let's say I was complaining about Lasma. <laughs> so, I was complaining about them to God. <laughs> and then God was like, I don't see the problem. <laughs> and I said, eh, that's because, see what I'm telling you, see what I said now. Just what I said, eh, see. I was like, I don't still see the problem. I'm like, no, listen to me. See what I am saying. I'm saying this is the issue. I said, I am this, this, this. And he said, I still don't see the problem. <laughs> right? And that was very annoying. Right? I had that conversation. Like, it was very stressing that time. At a point, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me say, I don't see the problem. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> right? And it's typical. Like, it's just typical that, ah, I've never seen a time where that, that, I mean, we're all still learning to hear God, but I've never heard God in my own life um, pamper, pamper my fears or, or um, like God's beautiful ability to empathize is not the type that enables the fear more, and it's not the type that doesn't do anything about the fear. He's Type of empathy and sympathy as your father is the one that says, oh, yeah, clean your eyes, meal sirud, meal waka, that type of thing. And even the waka you're about to waka on, he, he has known the road. He has, there's road. Like, he knows that there's road. It's, it's ridiculous, right? Ridiculous is something I say a lot. So, like, it's ridiculous, right? So, it's the awesomeness of God for me. It is the bigness it is the hugeness right and if we're listening to all these people worshiping like when i mean worshiping i mean singing actually because our life is worship but like if i'm listening to people singing and you're hearing all these alad badai and all those big big words best believe it's, it's just for me it's amazing to just use to just think about ah this god is big oh like this god is actually this big oh like yet you live in us amazing like this god is big yet he says i'm his child right like he says we are his children we are his children we are his children that he's so big right that we look around everything around us look at how big the earth is the entire planet right and yet he made that right that we Sometimes even things like sleeping and waking up, right? Not in the pity way we talk about, but like just in the fact that he sustains us. Some says he sustains us when we go to bed and you know when we wake up. It's like, it's like that deliberate. It's like that deliberate, right? That's that type of beautiful love affair, right? That he loves us. I'm saying all these kind of things to explain that God loves us. That God loves us. Do we always remember? No. Should we always remember? Yes. How can we always remember? Prayer and word. Um, when Benjamin took midweek service during Thrive, Benjamin said something brilliant. He said that prayer helps us remember. Yeah, prayer reminds us of who we are, something in that direction. As a smart pant, I added, <laughs> the word gives us what to remember. Right, so while prayer helps us remember the word having the word sitting in your heart gives you even what to remember in the first place it's because you have the word in your heart that you are in prayer and you remember right that he will never leave nor forsake me right that he gives a command do not worry right you haven't able to romanticize the entire word in your head 
And you think about how God naturally calls us the higher standard, but because he's not irresponsible, he's not sending us, he's not the wicked senior in school that asked you to go and buy something of 105 naira, right? He is not that way, right? And this is all to say that this big guy that I'm talking about, this nice big guy is actually your daddy. He's my daddy. He's our father. He's, he's our daddy. He's our friend, though, but he's our daddy, right? And understand that he's our daddy means that we are respectful, he's responsible, right? And the beautiful fact about God's fatherhood is that it's not even dependent on us. The only part that is dependent on us is that we believe that Jesus is the Son of God. After we believe Jesus is the Son of God, God is our Father, regardless of us, right? I mean, unless you stop believing. But like, regardless of us, he's, like our, he's always our Father, right? He's not casting us away, right? And he's always willing to... He's always willing to love and call home and bro so yeah i can get very about this topic but yeah god loves us god god loves us and he's our father god loves us god loves us god loves us and i want i want to remember forever i want to remember in my own life that god loves us because i, I can't forget i can there are many logical reasons why to forget right there are many reasons I forget. What, word, what does the word say? That we walk by faith and not by sight. That in itself is a very high level of self-awareness. To know that we do not live by the things we see. Right? But by the things that we do not even see. Right? But by the word and his spirit. Right? So, apparently, since I've talked about how this beautiful big guy, right? Who is perfect? Who is just? Who is a judge? Who is... Alagbada, I know he's, I don't know, that's Lily of the Valley, Rose of Sharon, eh? what other nice things do people say? Um, everything, Oromani Shefayati, everything, every single thing, every single thing, that he's first our father. In fact, he's first and last our father. Everything else is in the middle of that, right? He's not like, he's actually first and last our father, then everything else is in the middle of that. And so, because knowing that he's our father requires effort. Like I've explained to why logically, God is spirit. It's easier for me to be aware that, my, that even this my bottle is here than that God is beside me. It's, it's easier, right? Unless we're constantly practicing, you know, reminding ourselves of the spirit, um, presence of God. But if not, it's easier to remember that my bottle is here than he's here, right? And so it means that remembering that we are well fathered by God is actually hard work, right? It's hard work. It's, it's actually hard work. But prayer is an easy way. Believing that he is good is, an, is a beautiful way. Um, agreeing that he's your father. Something I've said before and I'll keep saying is that if the word has said it and I don't know it, I don't do it, I've never done it, I cannot do it yet, I need to catch up. I'm the one that needs to catch up. We are the ones that need to catch up, right? We're the ones that need to catch up, right? We're the ones that need to... And God will not tell us something more convenient because, because, we are, because we are afraid to lean in to this is love, right? So, yes, we'll go the way of prayer. We'll go the way of study, right? Because even when... Because there will be days when we know God's, God is our Father because, you know, His presence just feels very near and... He, he, our conversation with him just is very sweet and intimate. You know, just, oh, you and God are just having beautiful love talks, right, about everything and anything. And then there'll be the day that you tend to go and do work, then you shake your head, right? So if you remember that he's our father when you had love talks with him, we need to remember that he's our father when he sends us on errands, right? Because as sons, my favorite topic, as sons, we are called to servanthood as well. Right, it's a life of this is my father. He can send me anywhere, he can do anything because I know the one that loves me. Right, so we'll see that every single thing that we can do in this our work with God, in this our lives actually, is dependent on how much we know that God cares for us. Right, it's a lot of boldness. It's a lot of boldness that Peter, Peter saw somebody that looked like Jesus. 
and asked by him, ah, Jesus, it's going to work on water. I'm sorry, but no. Peter, well done. No. It's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, I don't know, it's a, just, just a lot, right? It's a lot. And then my favorite guy, my favorite guy, John the Beloved, that would always say things like, if you read the Acts of the Apostles, when they were going to look at Jesus after, to go and check the tomb, and he happily highlighted that. He got there for everybody else. Like, he's just that type of guy. So, yeah, it's like, it's just such a confidence to say, ah, I'm the one loved by God. I'm the one loved by God. But I'll tell you again, God did not love John more than Peter. I'm very certain. I know it for a fact. God did not love them more than, okay, we can't put Paul in the equation yet. He didn't love, love him more than James. He didn't love, love him more than Mary, his mother, Magdalene. He didn't love John more than them, right? And this is my problem with us saying that God has favorites. If we say that God has favorites, then it denounces everything about God being just, God being fair, right? So when we say certain things about the nature of God, we must ask us existential questions. Like, okay, what does this thing I'm saying mean? So if you say God is partial to Chidera, he says I am impartial. As in he, when I mean, um, I don't mean Chidera, but like God says I am impartial. So when you say ah, God loves Chidera more than the 12, it means you've said God is partial to Chidera. And it means that you have called him a liar. It means that he's not impartial, like you said. So it means God cannot have favorites, right? However, John simply seems like the most aware of the love of Jesus for him. Maybe Peter even knew more, but Peter did not just put it in our face, right? <laughs> maybe he just didn't put it in our face. Just maybe, right? But God did not, Jesus did not love any of them more, right? It's that he loves all of us. But we have to remember positionally who we are, that we are his children. And because it's not a walk in the park to remember that God is our father, right? We need to practice reminders, things like what you call him, right? Make it a habit. Put stickers in your room. I say, God is my daddy. 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 When you want to start your prayers, when you start with, ah, thank you, God, for everything you've done for me. Thank you for this. And you just, just tell yourself, I'm going to start on my prayer with saying you're my daddy first. And so, like, and when, you, when you forget, tell you, like, the Holy Spirit will remind you, say, you know, start this prayer. Well, let's, now let's start. Then you start again. Because again, it's not a walk in pact, remember. But it is who God says we are and who He says He is to us. That He's our Father and we are His children. And so our work is to know daily, each passing hour, that this God is my Father. Beyond the fact He says that we are born of Him and the one born of Him cannot, has overcome the world, has overcome the world, right? Is the fact that in the Jim Jim things are not He's our Father. So my closing, you know, on this is that you and I owe each other, owe our lives the responsibility of knowing better how to know. That is, look at, have, have people, have role models, spiritual role models, yeah? Because I personally strongly believe that people who show some level of mastery in their work with God are people who first understand this thing. Because that's the only way it can be sustained. If you, if, you, if you only know that God is a powerful healer, the days that you don't need healing, he's not important then. If you only know he's a provider, the days all your needs are met, after that you don't really need him. So my personal strong conviction is that people, you know, who seem to have a mastery of these things, I'm simply just more aware, I'm simply just more confident of the fact that God is their father. So we owe each other, you know, the responsibility of reminding ourselves, reminding ourselves, studying the word, praying, right, that I may know you. Paul, after everything, said that I may know, right, that I may know how high, how wide, how deep, I always add how full, how complete the love of God is for me, right? And that by knowing this, I can know myself better, right? For God himself is love, right? And he's our father. So, like I said, in three, 
three points that we're taking home is that, I do remember, okay. So three points that we're taking home is that, you know, everything Pity taught us, God's favorite word is that he's daddy, right? God places us with responsibilities, yet understanding what we like, what we need, and what we can handle. God is very responsible. God shows. And that understanding fatherhood is not even, is, we take forever maybe, but we, as long as the word has said it, we can do it, right? Or basically, as long as the word has said, we can commit to want to even doing it, right? That we know that because it's, because logically to our brains, right? Understand my bottle is here is more, is easier to remember than that God is with me because he's spirit and, you know, Maybe, maybe as I grow in my work with God, oh, his presence becomes much more tangible to me that I don't need a single reminder. But at the moment, it's more likely that I remember my bottle is here than he's with, that he's with me and that all the angels are here with me. It's more likely. So therefore, we do reminders and we remind ourselves by calling him daddy, by calling him papa, paleo, whatever whatever it is that you're convenient that simply rep represents father, right? Because even, it's basically you hacking your own psyche to remember that titles have a way of keeping us positionally you know, in place, right? There's that. And then thirdly, that we come into more knowing, we come into more being, right? We already are, we already are God's children. But that the catch-up we need to do happens effectively by prayer, studying the word, right? And fourthly, um, simply desire more. Desire more. Desire more. Desire much, much more. Desire to know much more. Desire to, desire to know much more as God as our Father. Okay. Right. So we're going to be praying, right? Because me... Me, I want to tangibly know, right? I want to tangibly know. I mean, Jesus says that for you, I, I do remember par paraphrasing now, that there may be one with you as you and I, as I'm one with you, or yeah, or you and I are one, right? Paraphrasing. Again, that's such a powerful thing to say, like such a beautifully gracious thing to say that you and God are one. Ha. It's, it's, it's absolutely beautiful, right, that we and God are one, and this is literally it, right, but yes, we have work to do, right, that we, that we, we owe it to ourselves, so remember, God is my father, God cares about me, God loves me, I am a responsible child, right, because it's not only flowers that God gives, he also gives you work, so, yeah, right, so, uh, so, right, I know that we all desire to know God as our Father, I'm very certain because it's even God's highest, you know, one of, I think God's highest, you know, wish for us because everything is in it. If I know that I'm his child, I understand why he gave me the Holy Spirit. I understand what I can do with it. I understand how to stay safe without fear, worry, anxiety. You know, Psalm says, the one who sits in heaven laughs, right? So if I understand that that person that's laughing, my father, he'll be responsible if he's laughing and me, I'm in trouble. <laughs> it's not fair now. So it means that he's laughing because I'm to go and sleep. Right? Go and rest. So it means we have work to do. And me, I want this so much for my I want it so much. I want to know God so much as my father. I want to I want to know it so tangibly that God is my father that I don't need to be reminded that just as tangibly as I feel this bottle here, as I don't need to remember that if I do like this now, bottle fall, right? I don't need to be reminded. I don't need to, right? Because it's here. I want to so tangibly also know that God loves me. I want to so tangibly know that He's with me, His angels are here, right? That I am his child. I am the child of God. Right? The God. What other bigger name? Alright. So yes. Omajesuniwa. And we will know this love. We'll know it tangibly. We'll know it 
beautifully. We'll know it. We'll know it. And it will take it will take it will take reading. It will take studying the word. It will take prayer. It will take reading books. Don't have it twisted, though. No, don't have it twisted. It will take work. It will take work. It's not, it's, not, it's not even like you're going to go and demolish a 10-story building with your hands, no. But it is not, again, I'll use this but it's not logical to remember. It's not very easy. Like, that's, maybe that's a safer word to say that. Just remember that God is your father at every time. Mm -mm. It's work. It's the work of constantly renewing your mind. It's the work of constantly desiring it, right? And so, my prayer for us all, my prayer for us all is that we know this love so tangibly, so beautifully, so well that we are so secure, so well that, so well that I'm unfazed by life, right? Not because I have big muscles, but because I know the one that is with me. A verse I say a lot, but I even need to remember and believe more is that my life is hidden in Christ and Christ in God. A devotional this week was about how the love of God is like peeling onions. Right? My life is hidden in God and um, living hidden in Christ and Christ in God. It's like I'm inside the middle of the onions. Before you reach me, fight Jesus first though. Like and how do you want to do that? Try now. How? Like, so, like, that we need to know this love well. We need to know this fatherhood well that teaches. And for amen, people will be proud of me now. And for amen, right? I mean, God is the best standard of fatherhood, right? So, at the end of the day, we all have work to learn. Like, me, I want to learn to be a better child to God. I want to learn to understand that he's my father. Boys, men, understand that, ah, well, there's a standard, right? There's a standard for fatherhood I want to replicate. Right. And we are very helped. We are upheld, in fact. Right. So yes, God loves us. So I've been, I've been, I've been sensing in my heart that somebody online, I'm very certain you're online, and I don't think it's YouTube. So somebody online, I think YouTube, and feels like person is saying that, feels like person is saying, it cannot be me. It's been, it's heavy. It cannot be me. That type of, it cannot be me that God loves, right? And this is not about, this, um, I'm, this, is, this situation is not from a place of sinfulness. It's not that you're reading by guilt. No, it's a case where things haven't gone on so well. And you're simply empty of love. And because you're empty of love, you just feel left alone. And so you're so badly convinced that everything I have said today was to the 99 but you, Right? I'm just, Holy Spirit is probably just letting me tell you, so I remember that you are in the 99, right, right. God loves us regardless, right. God loves us regardless. And the love of God, right, is what helps us understand that he gives only good gifts. That even when things are not working well, that we can see and say everything works together for those who love God. And that this love that everything works together for is not is initiated by him first. So that everything works together for me. They are doing this rubbish. Everything works together for me. I'll be all right. I'll go there all right. 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 And Yusuf, you go there all right. Very, very all right, too. Very, very, very all right. Right. And I pray for you so deeply that your heart may know, that you understand, that you cherish, that you desire, that you, you understand. That you... That you understand, that you understand so strongly, 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 right, that God loves you. You are chosen, you are selected, you are elected. Chosen, selected, elected. Chosen, selected, elected. You are chosen, you are selected, you are elected. You are found, you are held. You're loved, right? That you found, you're held, you're loved, right? And that all your needs are completely fully met in Christ. And when I mean your needs, I don't even mean, I think it's a job. I don't even mean that job that you are trying to apply for, you didn't get multiple times. I'm talking about the fact that your emotional needs are fully met in God. 
Your emotional needs are fully met in God. You are fully, 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 fully held by God. That he sees you. He knows you. He knows you by your name. Right? He knows you by your name. Right? And then, in the questions in your heart, like, ah, how can God be speaking to me? Ah, you are his child now. How again will he speak to you? I want to speak to you. You are his sheep. He's supposed to lead you. Right? So, um, he loves you abundantly so. Right? He loves you abundantly so. He loves you abundantly so. Uh, okay. If you are in... I don't like stress. Okay. If you're in TGC, you can reach out to me. You can send me a message, right? You can send me a message, right? But God loves you abundantly, so um, if you need to put Bible verses, let's put Bible verses in front of you to remind yourself that I'm loved by the Father. Beautiful. You can cut out images of a father loving, not only loving his child. You can place like that all over your room and just use canvas, right? Daddy, your name. Daddy, your name, say that, ah, daddy loves me, right? But I tell you for a fact that you're loved, you're, you're loved, you're held, you're kept. Hmm? This sermon was for you, gun, 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 I love it. Okie dokie, all right, that brings us to the end, guys. So, I know, let's pray first, let's pray. So, <laughs> let's pray. Let's, we are going to pray for five minutes. We are going to... Uh, yes, that we may know how high, how wide, how deep your love is. That we may know this love that surpasses understanding. That we may know this love that surpasses understanding. Come in. All right, so let's be. Let's keep praying. Let's pray in spirits. Hala brakto shatalia bilek atosidikiti. Mateza kata suite le brakto shagatalia gasute. Alemalia gashote lebrekto shekalia masudikiti. Yes, that I may know how high, how wide, how deep your love is. Elekato sakala barakto sheketelia zudi. Ibakto shite lemberi yando zakante kasuti lekteje kataria konde kataria kuze kataria meda kuto shekete. Eka to sita le brektoje kataria zugidilia kaza kata. Oh, daddy, I speak to every single heart. Yashete le brektoje kala kalia dosha ne le begede. Aliba sute kana shatala bagzute kalabanda shata. I thank you for healing upon our hearts. Healing, healing upon our hearts. Lebeketo shete lebelegado shatala bagazute kiti. Yes, we are unlearning. We are unlearning and we are learning how you love us. That we are learning and learning how you love us. That we are learning how you love us. Mashata karianga dose. Epak to shite lebrando shekalia kas. Suti bele keriando kotoze lebekto shekalika to site megde shekete ebato suti makte kasute bele brakto shakata kata that yes we are the children that know their father ebasukaliba tashata rekato shekete that truly that are hard to be convinced that nobody daddies like you do elekata zakalia masuti melegra doshidi kalia kasoteria kadoshe mekta kusite bele brakto shekataria kude labato Shetelia masute melekato shedekateria kasuti balabariando kata reketo sekateria kasuti ekana sute begeto shatalia karekato suti balabrakto shite kateria maktoze lebakto shiketoza kande karatoze karate karate kataria doze reketo shetanala katoshe kalika toze kade lebakto Suti balabrakto sheketelia nanga toze kalamita suti balabandes yeta katoshe nela belegato satalamande kunalia brando shetele belegadosa ratala barakato shekita kita sate. So, yes, we meditate upon your words. We stored up in our hearts and it's like arrows for every single day that our hearts know tangibly, that we know tangibly.
tangibly until it is so tangible that you are our father until it is so tangible that you are with us until it is so tangible that you are with us until it is so tangible that you are our father until it is so tangible that you are not irresponsible until it is so tangible that we have one in you until it is so tangible that it is safe to walk with you until it is so tangible that we are secure in your hands until it is so tangible that we know that because you are in us that every single thing works together for our good that we know so tangibly that your plan is to bring us to a perfect 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 most perfect most perfect end that until it is so tangible that this your love that we know it that we know your love as your children that we know your love as your children and that you know it shows in our prayer life it shows in our study of the word that it shows in our prayer life we we what's the word now we bring down every i don't know every stronghold in minds right every stronghold in mind every distortion of your image distortion of the image that you are in our hearts right that we understand that you draw you're you're calling us nearer daily you're calling us nearer every single time actually you're calling us nearer, that you're calling us nearer, right? And so that we're bringing down distortions of the image of you, that we are learning that you're fun, that you're loving, that you're kind, that you're the highest forms of these adjectives, right? That nobody daddies like you do, nobody loves like you do, nobody loves like you do. Thank you for your love that preserves, for your love that provides, yes, and for where your love is, for where love is actually perfect, for where perfect love is, fear is cast out, right? And you are the most perfect form of love. So we thank you, Father. We thank you, Daddy, that we may know you as Daddy, that we may know that we are your children safely and surely, right? And that we are secure, that our hearts are so secure. I thank you for hearts in our hope. What am I saying? Thank you for hope in our hearts. I 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 thank you for our family here. I thank you for our church family. I thank you for every single person in TGC. I thank you because, you know, we are coming to this reality that we are not the forsaken child, that we are not the child or the children that, you know, you think of last after thinking of everybody. No, that we are learning for a fact that we are your favorite children, that I am your favorite child. Rita is your favorite child. Bolly is your favorite child. Pastola is your favorite child. Like, all of you, we are all your favorite children, right? That it's like, I am first in your heart. And every other person is still first in your heart. However, we figure out understanding will be all right. But we thank you because we come to this knowledge. We come to this, we come to this knowledge that we will know, 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 and we'll be so able to trust you. So when you say cast down your nets, it's easy. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, because you are responsible. Thank you, Father, because hearts are renewed. Thank you because lives are transformed. Thank you for utterance. Thank you for utterance. Thank you, Father, for everybody online as well. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church and do join us every Sunday by 9am and Wednesday by 6pm to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.